1: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Tackle and Tacos, episode 23. We are glad you're back here with us. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about?
2: Yeah, so we're 23 episodes in, and it's so funny how, uh, well, first off, hi, Lola. Hello. Hey, Nate. What's happening? What's, what's popping? Uh, so what's up? We are in, uh, Lola and I are in our garage, our little studio in Strum, Wisconsin, which nobody really knows where that is, but a lot of people know where Eau Claire is. It's spelled like E U Claire. It's E-A-U space C-L-A-I-R-E. So that's where we are. If you've ever been anywhere near Wisconsin, you probably know where Eau Claire is. It's like, what is it, like an hour east of uh, the Twin Cities?
1: Hour 15, probably. Hour 15 of yeah. like
2: Minneapolis-St. Paul area. And then Nate is broadcasting to you from, Nate.
3: I am sitting in my... What the? <laughs> finally got that computer to turn on.
2: Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, but
3: no. Sitting in my basement <laughs> in yeah. Davenport, Iowa, yeah. trying to mess with this computer and podcasting equipment that I have. So. Yeah. We'll it get off. it figured out one yeah. of these days. Yeah. One wait. of these days, we're going to get it nailed down for sure. We just got to
1: get you up here and bang Podcasting out some episodes. Yeah. with us. Yeah. yeah. Lola yeah. and I were just yeah.
2: saying how, like, we knew there'd be growing pains figuring this stuff out as we go, but we thought they'd be done, like, a few episodes in. And here we are, 23 in.
1: <laughs> and it just... You know, there are a few bugs sometimes. (laughs) Or as
2: as Luke Duncan and people call it, gremlins. Gremlins, yeah. There's always always gremlins in the system. So I thought today we could maybe run down. I should have put it on the board, but like... It's kind of like our shout-out sound mixed with taps. uh, Because it's sort of the end of our bass tournament season certainly not the end of us going outside certainly not the end of us fishing Mm -hmm. but as far as like competitive fishing and all fishing is fun fishing whether it's a tournament or preparing for one or going to try and smack some bluegills with the kiddos on a worm and bobber so um, fun Super fun, but this is the end of our tournament season, and it, I mean, not to sound like an old man, um, but it feels like it was 10 minutes ago that we were in Davenport getting ready to go fish a tournament with Nate, and it was like miserable weather, and so we're going to kind of talk through our tournament season for 2023, and um, stuff we've learned, stuff that we did, maybe we did well on the water, stuff that we maybe sucked at on the water, um, Lola's going to talk about some taco stuff because we... Y'all
1: can talk about tacos with me.
2: We will definitely jump in on some taco talk okay. with you. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. absolutely. I mean, that's that's unequivocal. We'll definitely mm. talk about that. Um, another update, another week, another update on our merch. So basically, the long and short of it is we have two hats coming out, a t-shirt, and a whole bunch of stickers. And we've been trying to wait so that we can launch everything all together. Not like, oh, hey, we got a new hat. Oh, hey, we got a t-shirt. Oh, hey, we got another hat. But like just drop it all at the same time. TacklingTacos.com It'll all be on our web store, which will actually be shipped and controlled uh, by the homie Eric from Working Class. Shout out, Eric.
1: Bom, bom, bom. Shout, out. Uh, <laughs> shout
2: out. And we want to have him on the podcast, too. Uh, he's a big ice fisherman. Um, oh my so gosh, I rad. didn't know that. Yeah, he's, he's way into ice fishing. Okay, um, So be rad to have him on the podcast and just talk about that stuff and, and whatever. But um, It'll all be controlled by him because they have Working Class guys have their sort of merch game just on lock like they have it down yeah. really pat so we're just waiting to get that last hat which I don't want to say what it is yet because I'm so excited like it's pretty unique You're so cute. it's like a combination of something sort of retro and old school with something really new school and it sucks because like i had this idea forever ago and it's been taking forever for these hats to get made for whatever reason and now i'm seeing what we're having made being made by like carhartt and (laughs) all these other like patagonia like these big companies and i'm like dang it dude i had this idea forever now it's gonna it's gonna look like we're just like
3: following but we're not
1: okay we're not
3: we're not yeah it's all you know it's all. it's all right yeah, I mean, They're good companies to follow after, those. See, so. yeah, look at you true. being all positive.
2: Positivity is worth the... Oh,
0: no. my land. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but before we do that, really quick, uh, GilTech. Love GilTech stuff. Love the jigs. Love the tube jigs. Love the Ned Heads. Um, hook and Arrow Supply has a legitimate, dope archery tech. We just kicked off archery season here in Wisconsin for Nate and the homies south of us, Iowa, Illinois. They kick off October 1st, which is in just a couple of weeks. And even around here, a lot of people don't really get serious about archery season. Even though it's open now, a lot of people, a lot of people I Except talk to. Except for David.
1: Yeah, my geez, best friend Louise. Kristen, her husband David, already tagged out. Is that what you? That what well, you, I mean, yeah, he's not, not tagged really out.
2: tagged out. But
1: he he got a, a nice. Buck he got a
2: really nice, big, wide nine-point buck um, yesterday. A day into season, um, what a jerk! Way to go,
3: and That's crazy. I know, <laughs> yeah,
2: dude. We'll, we'll put it, we'll put a photo of it like up on our um, stories or something. Um, David is a super cool dude. He's a state trooper. Used to be a CEO, a correctional officer. Um, And really has limited windows he can hunt. And so when he does, he really like. It's like precious time. Yeah. And so he got out there and this early, like this, that's like my dream is to smoke a buck right now. And then I can go back to family time, fishing, musky, all that, all that really fun stuff. But, um, shout out to David. But yeah, I mean, if, if you're anywhere near, I mean, even if you're in Wisconsin anywhere, man, um, Get a hold of Hook and Arrow Supply Company. It's hookandarrowsupply.com. Their Botech is legit. It's the only place you can get Giltech stuff. Um, It's it's incredible. Uh, Grizzly Kenai coolers. I think Nate nailed it last week. Like that's like one of the things like a sponsorship that we use every single day. Mm -hmm. I drank out of a Kenai mug today. Um, To my left, we have a Kenai cooler sitting right here. You have a lunchbox that you use for work. Yeah, I use a Kenai lunchbox for work. Uh, the same one that I put on my boat for tournaments cause it keeps everything dry yeah. and cool. I mean, it's just an awesome, it's an awesome deal. I so. have a new
1: thing that I want. I need to figure out the name of it. Okay. And then I'll tell y'all in a little bit. Yeah. And you can get 10% <laughs> off
2: with uh, got- the code WCB W like Walter C like Carl B like boy. I don't know what I'm referencing, <laughs> but WCB you get like 10% <laughs> off at checkout. So do that. But go ahead, Nate.
3: Yeah, no, I was just, was going to say I got home from, uh, from work today. And uh, I just beat the family in from school, uh, the wife and kids. And uh, my son comes in and he has that Kenai lunchbox in his hand. And he has like all of his, he has all of his lunch in it. And he's like, dad, look, I finished all my lunch. I love him. He's got like... Empty sandwich bag and yeah. wrappers and stuff, and it it was, it was funny. So. Dude, do you
2: remember the days of like trading at lunches? Like, dude, I'll trade you my PB oh, and yeah. J. Oh my gosh, your, Vinny was like, just talking bar. about that.
1: He's like, Mom, I didn't eat my ham. I traded some. I traded someone my ham for two um Capri Suns. I was like, Vinny, that's a
2: weird. That's a weird <laughs> trade. Two Capri Suns for. I mean, Capri Sun is dope. Yeah, no. but I was like, you
1: need your protein. Yeah, you turd. I don't <laughs> know if, I,
2: if anybody listening or if you guys, Nate and Lola, uh, have ever seen the movie Uncle Buck. Oh yeah the funniest, cute, old-school John Candy movie where Homeboy from Home Alone is in it, and, like, his uncle, Buck, comes to take care of him, and he has no idea how to take care of children whatsoever, and he makes them this, like, super nasty lunch, and Macaulay Culkin's, like, sitting down at the cafeteria, like, pulling these weird, smelly items out of his lunch, and then he's like, so, could I interest anybody in a trade? And all the kids are like, bah! and they, like, run away, because his lunch just looks so awful. Oh,
1: my gosh. Yeah. Um, I figured out the name of what I want. Yeah, let's hear it. It's called the Drifter 30.
2: The Drifter 30.
1: Yeah, from Grizzly. It okay. Can be It's a roller cooler. Oh, snap. And it's like soft-sided. Oh, wow. Um, Or you can put- I'm like, not just shoulder- allowing like fake infomercial. I actually oh, don't know wow. about this
2: yet. Oh, wow. What else can it do? Does it come with knives? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my mother should have that because old people like coolers. <laughs> like, I don't know.
1: Oh, my gosh. But it also has, like, a shoulder strap, so yeah. you can, like, carry it like that if you don't want to roll it uh, or can't roll it if it's, like, a bumpy terrain or something. A bumpy terrain. You, you so never know. Like- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. the Drifter 30 looks dope, and it's brown. Like, brown and black, and, like, a, it It does cute. look really
2: sick. Yeah, with, like, the orange Grizzly logo. Just but it's cool, too. It. It's
1: not just like, oh, it's so cute. Yeah. But like I do is. think
2: Grizzly and Kenai, one thing they're doing really well is... Uh, the stuff they're putting out is really, like, intentional.
0: You know what I'm saying? It's thought through. It makes sense. It's not just
2: like, oh, here's a 28-quart cooler or something weird. Like, everything they put out is really...
1: Considered, yeah, I like, yeah, that.
2: like they've, they've actually put some thought into it, which is which is really fantastic. And it's all made in the US of a in Iowa in the Midwest. And I love companies that actually, um, like the company that I used to work for motion, they spend more money to make stuff in the USA because it's worth it to them. Grizzly spends yep. more money to make their stuff here in the USA, even though that eats into their profit margins because it's worth but that But it's important. To them. Yeah. yeah. That's really, really dope to me. I love when when companies have morals still. Um, also, Waypoint TV, workingclassbowhunter.com. Check those boys out if you haven't. We're going to have Kurt on pretty quick here um, just to talk about um, uh, bow hunting and archery and, and whatever. So um, I think that's everything. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah
3: think you nailed it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right.
2: So let's talk about it, yo. Let's let's jump into it. Um before we get into I guess before we get into the recap of the season and we talk about tacos and the other day, this seems weird. What? I like to get discount shrimp at Walmart. Oh my! Oh <laughs> my gosh! What a ridiculous statement! Uh, I like to get discount shrimp, <laughs> um, but if you go to Walmart, they have like the Honey. seafood section, and then they have <laughs> like the discounted seafood because it's just about to expire. And it smells a little weird
1: and it hurts my stomach. I'm just kidding.
2: None of of those last two things are true. Uh, But they always have like shrimp where like you either need to eat it today or freeze it today because, you know, seafood doesn't keep like regular stuff does. And so you can get the shrimps a little cheaper. And so I always buy these shrimp there and then I either just pan fry them or I'll put them um, in a, I'll make like a little, almost like a.
1: Foil boat,
2: yeah, foil little container with some butter, some salt and pepper, like some um, like uh, chipotle lime seasoning or chipotle lime you fancy s- boy um, sauce from like that Kinders stuff. Um, what do we decide? Is it Kinders or Kinders? We
1: haven't decided. Let's ask
2: Nate. What down. do you yeah, say? I, don't, I,
3: I say I say Kinders. Okay, but I'm not going to say I'm correct. You know, okay, that's, <laughs> just, that's just my guess. That's Dude, my have we guess.
2: have we talked about Qdoba yet on this show?
1: Uh
3: I don't no, know.
2: Not that I recall, dude. Okay, so straight up, um, Qdoba, Chipotle. I love those places, like the Subway burrito places. You know, yeah, where you can just have all the stuff. You on You don't it.
1: love Barachos?
2: No, Barachos is not good.
1: I don't understand. I feel like it's similar.
2: No hate to Barachos. So if you're a Barachos person, you know, do your thing. I just, I don't know. I've never. I've only had it a couple times. And I didn't love it. But uh, anywho, so anyways. Qdoba. Uh, or some people say Kudoba, right? K-doba. That's really the main two pronunciations. How
1: do you say it, Nate?
3: Uh, I believe I used to say Quadoba, and then I think like ours left and then came back, and then I, I think I realized mm. that it was Qdoba.
2: Yeah, Qdoba so, just makes the most sense because yeah. there's no U afterwards, so it just exactly, feels like it should yeah. be Qdoba. So one time, um. I
1: think were we together? No, you called me. Oh, immediately I called after. you immediately
2: because it was such a like earth shattering like, bit of news. This. So there was a manager at Qdoba, and um, she was just being really friendly, and she was telling me like she was You're sorry because so it took. <laughs> she was telling me she was sorry cause it took so long for me to like get through the line <laughs> and whatever, and I think they were out of like queso, which is really like. I almost burnt the place down, but yeah. decided not to. Um, nice and she said, you know, she's sorry, but suddenly we're just kind of chatting. She's really friendly. Mm. And then I said, can I ask you a stupid question? She's like, yeah. I said, how do you actually pronounce the name of this place? Because I've heard Qdoba and Qdoba. And she was like, oh, you're not going to like this. And I was like, what? She goes, it's actually properly pronounced Quadoba." So, Nate, you were right. You were really close, Nate. Wow. And I... Oh, hey. I took my burrito, and I threw it in her face, and I walked out. <laughs> because I was like, I'm not going to say Quadoba. He's like, shut that your That sounds mouth, like a Star lady. Wars character. Oh, my gosh. Quick, get back to the other planet to save Quadoba. Like, that was actually pretty <laughs> good. Yeah, thanks. I need to get to Tashi Station to get some power converters. Oh, my gosh. Any nerds know what that's from? Okay. But anyway. I'm completely lost. Me too, yeah, that's Okay. What the heck? Uh, <laughs> I wish Mark was here so we could talk oh, nerdery Mark. again. But anyway. Um... So, I just made these shrimps real quick and like a, a little thingy and then just make tacos out of them. And really? I didn't
1: want any. And yeah. And then I ate some. And then you them.
2: did. So, you just well, make these shrimps. I don't know why I keep saying it like that. You make I these shrimp, have... uh, put them in a, in a shell. And again, I was using the make your own shell, the, the cook them. I think they're called tortilla land or something cheesy, but they're so so, so, so good. Uh, and But then, you have,
1: like, because they're not cooked, Yeah, they expire quicker, more quickly, I yeah. should say. Yeah, yeah. and. They'll get moldy. Get them
2: on discount, like the nope, like the don't get dirty moldy tortillas.
1: shrimps. <laughs> oh my god!
2: Uh, so anyway, and then like in the house, and again we've talked about this before, but it's just so rad. The tacos, you could just do whatever you want. Yeah. So like in our house, we had a because we had pulled pork, um, like the week before, and so we had a bag of coleslaw without like the coleslaw sauce on it, which happens to be the greatest seafood taco topping.
1: Because mm, gives it's, that little it's, crunch. A, it's a
2: somewhat neutral flavor, but it adds a good bit of crunch, a little bit of texture.
1: Fulfills my veggie need.
2: Yeah, so you put these shrimp in a taco shell, add some of that coleslaw, and then top it with either the Kinder's, Kinder's garlic sauce, which is really good, or the chipotle lime sauce. And it's just the easiest taco that literally probably takes you from, like, no cooking to completely cooked and going in your mouth in... 10 minutes like just minimal effort and I love that about tacos yeah that you can just kind of slap stuff together and just make it dope like look around the kitchen and be like okay there's that and there's that and there's this that'll make a taco and that's so dope I love it yeah so before we get to all that talk this is sort of the end of our 2023 bass tournament fishing season but just Two days ago, Nate fished a tournament, sort of, probably. Nate may fish a couple others this year. Lola and I, 99% sure, won't fish anymore this year. Um, But Nate may, but this was kind of his last deal, and it was a cool charity tournament. Nate, Nate, take it away. Tell us all about it. Tell us about the charity, what they support, how you fished, the whole shebang.
3: Yeah, so the uh, the tournament that I fished was the uh, Children's Therapy Center charity tournament. Um, and it was actually the 49th annual tournament, um, mm. which is Wait, you know, pretty awesome. It's, yeah, 49th 49th annual bass tournament? 49th wow. annual that's bass tournament. That's, that's wild. Long, I did not so. know that. Yeah, so I think I've been fishing it. I actually fished it forty-seven uh, years. <laughs> I'm, <just kidding. laughs> I'm not quite as old as you.
1: So. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> okay.
3: all right. All no, right. Wait, no, wait I, hold on. Yeah, but no,
0: hey, I got it. Hey.
3: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I actually remember fishing it like years and years ago, out of my very first bass boat that that 15 foot Jason. Um, so I, I've been fishing it for for quite quite a few years. Missed you know year here and there, but. Um, you know, this year, uh, fished it with my, my good buddy, Darren Brink,
2: um,
3: <laughs> Yeah, shout out Darren Brink. He, he's out. uh he's the one that I always go deer hunting with and everything. Yep. Um, you know, he's nice enough to let me come up and bunk with him and, uh, not in the same bunk, but, <laughs>
2: spoonies, 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 spoonies. <laughs> but you know, uh,
3: and, and, deer hunt with him, you know, every year <laughs> we've been doing that for a while now. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, night, so hunt during the day.
1: Oh my God. Exactly.
3: Yeah. So, so it's a, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, <laughs> I can't okay. even get back to it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. So it's, uh, it's just a big, uh, really big charity tournament for the, the like I said, the Children's Therapy Center. Um, and it's, it's That's an awesome. awesome fundraiser and yeah. it's, it's a really good event. Like it's, it's put on like really, really well. It's, it That's goes nice. out of the, yeah. the town of, uh, goes out of town of Albany, Illinois, which yep. is a full 14. And, uh, it's, uh, I think this year was right around seventy five boats. I can't remember the exact number. It might have been 73, 74, something like that. But yeah, yeah so uh, we we signed up a little bit late. We we're about sixty eight. Okay. Um, out of you know seventy something, so uh, we got a we got a late draw. But you know it was all right. We didn't really have much of a plan. I did fish the day prior. Um, a little bit ran around. What and, were
2: the um, what were the rules? Could you lock up or down, fish. or what was it like?
3: Yeah, yeah. So you can lock up or down, and I think like if you I don't know if there's a real stipulation on how many times you can lock, if you mm. like, you know, um, I, I don't think they put like a, a one lock up or one lock down kind of rule. It's, okay. Uh, just kind of, uh, kind of at your, you know, at your your mercy if you want to make a, you know a forty mile run up to the next right. lock. Yeah. I guess you're, you know, you're more than willing to. Um, yeah, so uh and it's because the event's so big, they actually kind of like hold back the barge traffic a little bit and give us guaranteed lock times um up to pool thirteen. So it opens at seven thirty, closes at seven forty five, uh, and then to lock back down opens at two, closes at two fifteen. So wow. um you don't you don't have to worry about getting locked out by a barge or that's pretty cool. You know, wait yeah, waiting hours and hours and hours for the barge traffic or something. So uh so you know, so that's cool. But I had a spot that's pretty close to the to the launch there in Albany uh, that we ran to first thing. Uh, we we got out about seven o'clock, so I had roughly a half an hour to fish before getting to the lock um, to okay. open up. So we ran to this first spot that I had, and um, I caught I caught two fish uh, pretty quick right there. Both were thirteen inches, and I was frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Because they were, I mean, you know, right there, it's 14, 14 inch limit to, to keep. So we had, I had two, you know, right there that were, that were 13 inches. So it was pretty close. And what'd uh, you catch them on? I actually caught both of them. Uh, no, I caught the first one on the, uh, what is it? The 90 millimeter whopper plopper. Okay. What color? Uh, man, that's made and I got stumped here. It's like, oh, like a, yeah, <laughs> I
2: like the loon and the little one. I really like the loon color.
3: Yeah. I, 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 think I only have two of them left. Okay. Getting caught in trees or something like that. One is loon, <laughs> which I did not have tied on. Oh man. And the other one is this like, uh, it's not the sexy shad color, but it's a bluish translucent type of color, um, with like some chartreuse at like the throat area and, uh, and the tail. So I can't think of what the color is. I'll have to look it up. And yeah. maybe I'll post a picture of it or something, but, okay. um, that's the one I had tied on and, uh, that I caught one on that, and I caught one on a War Eagle spinner bait.
2: And you couldn't squeeze the tail hard enough to I make could, it. I could. It
3: I could not. I wanted too bad. I <laughs> yeah. tried and tried. Um, but yeah, then we ran up to the lock, and by the time we got there, there was actually only a few boats in the lock. So we we to decided lock up. Yep, to yeah to lock. Surprising. Up. Yep. Yep. So when we got there, there was only a few boats in the lock because uh, it, it had just opened. So we decided to fish um, outside the lock for a little bit, and I sat down kind of just down from the lock and I found a little rock hump right there and caught another, uh, this one's probably 12 inch Smalley, um, on this rock hump and then broke off a crankbait like two casts later on the same little rock hump. Mm. Um, and then by that time the lock was completely full <laughs> really so both yeah both sides full from front to back and we had to go up and like start a second row uh, of boats on on one side so do they
2: so that's a thing too like i know some places they'll let you basically just go in the middle and like spot lock Did they not let you do that like you had to be on another boat or what
3: um yeah they probably like would they did yeah they did they did say to go up to the to he said, like, go up three boats back or so and kind of just hang on there. So that's what we did. We probably could have just sat in the middle, yeah, uh, you know, spot locked there and just it just sat in the middle. But we, we went up and grabbed onto a buddy's boat and chit chatted with him for a little bit, uh, kind of what his game plan was and ours and whatnot. Okay. And uh, then, then it started raining. So we had to, luckily, luckily, it only rained for about the entire time we were in the lock and uh, like
2: rain, rain or day. like drizzle,
3: y- yeah. Like it rained pretty good for about okay. five six minutes, you know, while the lock was filling up and we were uh, about to go. But uh, yeah, then we then we had a run uh, to the first spot, which was probably twenty ish miles or so um, up to the first spot, and I kind of regret like not getting in the lock right away because I let all those other boats in front of me. Oh sure, and I was only able, you know, we, we only water was pretty rough, so I was only able to catch, you know five or six of them and a lot of them left in front of me yeah so uh so go to the first spot there's when a boat you say catch five
2: right or six you mean like get up to the people who took off in front of you you mean catch up to it, them
3: it, exactly yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. able to to reach them and pass them yeah. uh before we made it to our next spot i got you. um yeah so uh get to the first spot and there's a boat sitting sitting right on it you know mm. this uh this wing dam that i wanted Worst to feeling. fish Yep, it was it was pretty rough. Um, and then uh, the second spot I had was maybe a quarter mile up from there, uh, and there's boat sitting on that.
1: Mm,
2: so, that
3: sucks. So yeah, so first two spots both had boats sitting on. Positivity's
2: uh, worth the effort.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, then then I go to the third spot that I had, which again was about another quarter mile or so up from there. Um, and I fished that, uh, and it was actually pretty productive. Um, I caught, I caught two nice fish off of it. Nice. Um, uh, in practice. Um, we talking about practice. So, yeah. We talking about practice. So I caught two nice fish off of it. and I marked a bunch more. And, uh, so I took off, uh, you know, we started fishing that and it just didn't, didn't, it never, never turned on the fish. Just never, mm-hmm. they were there, but could not get them to eat at all. So we just kind of worked that that bank line up um probably a mile or so to the fourth spot that i had but in that transition from um there uh i guess it was third spot to fourth spot um we i was able to pick up a keeper on a on a chatterbait uh, all white jackhammer that we were fishing uh just over some eel grass i'd cast over some eel grass swim it kind of over the top. I well, was very grass, happy kinda. to hear that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm proud. Yeah,
3: kind of let it kind of let it sink down and, and then give it like a little pop and like twitch just outside the eagle grass. And yeah, I caught, I caught, I caught one that was, uh, you know, just over a pound and a half, maybe, um, not a giant, but a decent little fish, um, large mouth or small mouth, large mouth. Yep. Actually I only caught like, so I caught the first, I caught two large mouth first thing in the morning, um, one on each spot. And then, uh, I caught one other small one that day, but that was it. So I caught three large or smallies all day okay. and a lot of what we were fishing was kind of smallmouth related stuff. They just, they just weren't there. So, yeah. um, yeah. So from there we went to, uh, went up to the four spot, caught a few fish off of that, but nothing, nothing of any size or you know anything. So then we just kind of bounced around and every time that I'd, look at or kind of drive past the first two starting spots that i wanted a different boat was there a different boat was there it was it was pretty frustrating i know at one point at one point we're we're running down river and we're going past the first spot um, and a boat is idling off of it as we're kind of going by so i'm like all right well we'll sit down here uh we'll fish this other wing dam kind of sit and wait for that spot maybe the you know not have any pressure on it, kind of regroup or whatever. And then we'll, we'll go up there and, and fish it. So we, we fished this other wing dam for maybe 10, 15 minutes. And by that time a boat had ran down river, saw no one was there and, oh my and, gosh. It sat, and sat down right on it. So, so that was it literally, day? yeah, it literally happened all day long. Oh my oh gosh. No. That's so frustrating. Yeah. I never, I never once got to fish that spot. Um, so so it was. It was a little frustrating. It was a really productive area, and I felt like I was doing something a little bit different than kind of what people do around this area. So okay. I thought I had a good. I thought I had a good chance to maybe catching fish on it, even if it had been fished. Um, even if you came in right it, behind them, right and come right behind them, you know. Yeah.
2: So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So uh, yeah. So that was the hope, but it never. It never panned out. So we we bounced around for another few hours. And, uh, I was kind of getting a little, little antsy, a little frustrated. We were catching, we were catching fish, but no quality at all. Um,
2: was Darren catching them as well?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So he, he caught them. He was catching them, um, out of the back of the boat. He actually, uh, after a little bit after the first spot that we were on, he tied on a, uh, a lipless crankbait and kind of started like, he was kind of like mopping them up behind me. I bet he caught, yeah, I bet he caught five or six and. A you know, two hundred yard stretch out of the back of the boat on that wow. uh, on that lipless, but never uh, never never ran into any quality ones, you know. Yep. So kind of kind of towards the end of the day it was probably around, I guess it was later in the day. It was probably eleven thirty or so, maybe noon. Uh, we start fishing underneath uh, you know the community hole bridge, and uh, Darren ends up catching uh, one that was like three little over three and a half pounds I think it was like 368 or something wow. like that so it was a really nice fish yeah. on, a, on another on another chatter bait oh uh, yeah yep yep so there are two keepers for the day that's you know that's what we had but they, uh, they both came off chatter baits and uh, fished around for another little bit longer and I finally said you know what I've got some fish that because we caught quite a few fish off the eel grass that we were when we were upriver. I was like, well, if we run down, if we lock down, I've got, I've got a couple good productive stretches of eelgrass that have been pretty good to me over the last few tournaments. So we can run down there and check it out. And he's like, you know what, let's, let's do it. We don't have much else going on up here. So we, right. we ran, we ran, <coughs> ran 20 plus miles back down to the lock and, uh, this was about one o'clock and the, the lock master let us lock through, uh, early okay like i said they had a guaranteed lock time so they let us lock lock through early
2: was it just you Uh, in the lock
3: it ended up being us and one other boat one other boat kind of was fishing around there and they saw us go in so they they ran over too um but yeah so we 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 locked down and then from the lock to that spot i had was probably another 20 plus miles oh my gosh um, down 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 that river so you know we just we just hammered down and and ran down there and uh, fished it to death. And it probably took. I think we got there about one thirty. Uh, so it took about a half an hour uh, up for us to lock through and run all the way down there because so we were moving pretty good. But uh, yeah.
1: how fast were you going?
3: Uh, fast.
1: Doesn't sound very depend-
3: fun. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. So the run, the run up river, we were doing like 70, 71. Oh my um, gosh! And the run down river, the run down river, I kept about sixty five, not to it, um, stretch too too much. So yeah, <laughs> took it easy on the on the boats. Yeah. So, yeah. mm. But did uh, we, yeah, hey, did we talk we last week? That,
2: um, did we talk about Jim, the prop guy who rebuilt yeah. our prop? Did we talk about him? Yes. And how he goes ninety seven comfortably? Yes. That's.
1: I, yeah, well, I mean, insane. we've talked about it. I don't know if we've yeah. talked about on the
2: podcast. But anyway, yeah, that's just that's just bananas. That's so crazy. Anyway, keep going. Yeah.
3: But yeah, so we I fished that productive area that I've had in the last few tournaments that I fished on that pool, and there just was nothing going like at all. Um, we fished it for for quite a while, and towards the end the end of the stretch, we caught um, I think we caught three small fish on uh, on frogs because um, nothing nothing wanted to bite the the chatterbait outside that eel grass like before so we ended up catching like i said three or so small guys on frogs and then ran back up and and you know got in got in way and we had to be in uh, because there was so many boats there was a 15 minute like uh weigh-in windows i guess uh or check-in windows so three o'clock was the first window 315 was the second and we were in the third one uh for 330 so we got we got back up about 320 and got got ready and got weighed in and like i said that the the tournament like there's a bunch of volunteers they do a fantastic job that's awesome uh with this so like as we're pulling the boats out they there's volunteers they're handing you a weigh-in bag so you don't have to wait in line for a weigh-in bag or anything like that yeah super slick so drive up i suppose they've
2: done it for 49 years they probably have it down
3: pretty well yeah yeah it's it's awesome they do an awesome job they have a they have a trailer um, for for announcing the okay. weigh in and, and everybody that comes through. So they, they have it set up, and uh, so we took our our two little fish there and, and weighed in. And uh, I think it was I think they might have weighed in a little bit behind us, um, but it ended up being the guys that won uh, the tournament. Um, Barry and his son Conrad uh, Walden, I believe, are their names.
1: Blah, blah, blah. yeah yes,
3: so he's a guess. cool
2: dude man barry's a super cool yeah guy. Barry
3: barry's an awesome guy super super chill super yeah. laid back just a really really cool guy and his son conrad was he was like absolutely jack from the from the morning that because we saw him <laughs> we saw him first thing that morning at yeah. at, at like uh you know, four four thirty ish uh at the gas station. We talked to him a little bit there and he's okay. telling me how you know I've been doing you know I've just been I've been catching a lot of fish just because 'cause I'm doing you know different stuff and I kinda think out of the box and how he's old is he's, he's, he's not old. i he's not right? yeah. old okay. years old. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it, it's awesome. Um but yeah so he's he's Jack from that from the get go. They go to um when you check in they actually have uh getting off track a little bit but when you check in uh, they have, like, a little raffle thing where you can pay 20 bucks, You get a free grab bag filled with a bunch of, you know, a bunch of expensive, nice stuff. And you get, like, a one in four chance at winning a rod. Oh, that's cool. And Conrad <laughs> won a rod right oh there first in the morning. Jeez. <laughs> so, that's perfect. Yeah, so, He's got the golden touch, man. Yeah, that's what I said. He's just a winner, you know. So, yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple little like check-in spots. Like they check it, check your live well on your way down, and, Good, and they yeah. give you some some ice for your cooler and stuff on the way down. And both wow. of those stops, he's in front of us, and he's he's getting his rod out of the truck, and he's showing all the people his rod. <laughs> oh. It was awesome. it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome to watch. So That's so uh, great. Yeah, and Barry used
2: to Barry used to run the club that uh, we would fish at out of the Quad Cities. He used to be like the president mm. of it. Just a super, I remember one time uh, Vinny, our middle boy, and I were fishing a derby. And before the derby, like Vinny was stoked but also like sort of nervous. He didn't really know how to, how to act, yeah. didn't know who to talk to. And Barry just came right over and like, hey, man, how old are you? And Vinny was like, how old was he at the he time? eight. And Vinny's like, oh, I'm eight. He goes, oh, that's great. My son just started fishing tournaments, and he's like, oh, and he's like 10 or whatever, so you're even yeah. younger than him. And he's just a nice human being, just really normal, yeah. you know, just a real, friendly. Real
3: genuine. Yeah, good guy like that. yeah that's great you know. glad it wasn't won yeah, by so, some a-hole
2: you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh my god!
3: not not this guy though right uh, uh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah so they they actually uh sorry they 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 did weigh in just a little bit before us now i remember and uh conrad's kind of like holding the bag and like lifting it up and they ended up with i think just a hair under 16 pounds which that's is great. a really good really good bag for this yeah. time of the year for that for tournament sure. and uh yeah they were they were jacked i think we had uh, we had just under six pounds with our two fish
2: that's not bad uh, for two fish was, though
3: no no it was, it was solid two fish and and because the tournament was so tough like that those two fish gave us 24th place i mean wow. out of 70 wow. something both so that's i mean it's awesome. crazy yeah that's why uh, i think i think it was 12 Twelve teams had a
2: five fish limit, you know. So it's just twelve it was teams around. out of seventy five. That's yeah,
3: crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was it was tough for a, pod, a lot
2: Just think, if of you would have stuffed those weights in those fish, like oh I told my you gosh! To, I mean, you might have been like in the top ten, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're right. So yeah, you got to listen to me when I tell uh, you. I'll, I'll think about that. For well, that listen, no, you won't, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate. So so that's your derby. But tell us about the perch you caught and what you caught it on.
3: Uh, yeah. So yeah, in the tournament, yeah. uh, I think it was, it was, uh, on our way to that fourth very spot important. when we're fishing, when we're fishing that bank. Yeah. We're fishing that bank. Uh, just caught a keeper on the chatterbait, fished it for a little bit longer. Uh, and then I started throwing crankbait. Um, cause I, you know, I just, I broke off the crankbait that I really wanted to throw at the lock. So I tied on a different one in the lock while we were, uh, locking through, tied that on. And I, it's a, it's your favorite color and a crankbait that I have a ton yeah. of faith in. Uh, crankbait, I have a ton of faith in, so I, I, you know, tied it on with 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 high hopes and, yeah. uh, and we ended up ca-
0: <laughs>
3: ended up catching an absolute gigantic drum on it. That probably took <laughs> me <laughs> probably took me ten plus minutes to to get it like in the net. Like Shut it was, up. Did it take gosh. that long? It took four. Oh my gosh. Like I set the hook and then it I I'm not I'm not a guy that's real like finessey, so I keep my drag like t- locked down like yeah. crazy so it starts pulling like I mean pulling just pulling digging. so I I click the bail open and I, I let line out and and it it's just gone I like it just takes off and I finally you know get it to where it kind of slows down clicking you know back pretty over. quick
2: it wasn't a bass or what were you thinking
3: yeah yeah so I I had a feeling. Uh, that it was a a catfish or a okay. drum because yeah. i had caught a drum in that same area the day before okay um luck- luckily i was throwing a lot bigger equipment so i was able to you know kind of horse that one in but it was a it was a big one too but this one was huge i caught it on a seven foot medium uh lithium crank rod by okay. denali yeah uh you know 12 pound test and a little uh, Excalibur XES 100 square I can't believe bill. you're
2: throwing that square bill. A, a company <laughs> that doesn't even exist anymore, that those crankbaits go for $30 on eBay and Etsy if you can find one, and you're throwing it in a river <laughs> derby catching drum on it.
3: Hey man, I needed, I needed, uh, a I needed to juice fish. I you should have just thrown that color. drum in the bag and just see if they would have like noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I bet it was probably every bit of ten pounds. Oh like my it, gosh, it, it, oh that's a big one. Wow. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll put a picture up of it. Yeah, uh, but it's man, it was that's huge. a big boy. But yeah, so uh, I get, I get it. I finally get it in after I mean a fight because it went, it went, it went to the back of the boat, it's came okay back to the ride. front. Yeah, it went it went under the boat. I had to lift the trolling motor, go out and around it. Oh my gosh! Uh, For it, a trash, it's way fish. Out. Yeah, it's way out in the middle of the, of the river. Finally, comes back and we get it netted. But yeah, uh, it had it had one of the one of the treble hooks completely straightened out. That's I'm insane. not I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how it stayed on cause it just it only had the front hook in its mouth too. Wow! Oh my one, goodness! By the time we got it got it unhooked, one of the trebles was completely straight. Yeah.
2: And we are, we're tackling tacos and I've heard in the past, you know, that drum, freshwater drum, perch, river, junk, whatever you want to call them, are actually really good for eating, but they look just terrible. So like I, you know, I've talked about this before, I work at Shields and right now it's getting into fall season and so we have musky suckers that are just humongous you know like 17 18 inches and this morning when i came into work one of the first things i have to do is like check the minnow area like in the live bait and like get rid of the dead stuff whatever because if you don't get rid of them it'll kill other fish whatever and there was two giant dead musky suckers which sucks because they're really expensive but there was that you know no point as i'm cleaning these things out was i thinking to myself i should put that in my mouth Mm. There was no consideration of eating <laughs> mm-hmm. those musky suckers. Right. And drum don't look that dissimilar. Do you know anything, Lola, about eating drum?
1: I don't even know what that is.
2: It's a really ugly trash fish. I mean, I I get that. That looks I'm- like a confused combination of an elephant, a uh, bluegill, a sucker, and a joke. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> So do yeah, you, uh, so. Have, have you eaten these things, Nate?
3: Yeah, I will admit I have eaten them. Okay, uh, it's, been many, it's, it's been many many years ago, yeah. but you know when I was, I think I was in high school, and I was I was catfishing, and these were I think we probably just had you know we were just fishing for worm or, or just had worm on or whatever. Yeah, um, but it was that was all we were catching. Like that was it.
2: Just drum. It, it was just drum, just drum, drum. drum. Yeah
3: yeah and so finally we said you know know, let's just we'll we see people keeping these all the time maybe we'll just you know we'll just keep them and give them a try so we we kept five or six of them uh filleted (laughs) them out um (laughs) how was it filleting filleting them
2: them? is there anything wonky in there like pike or anything or is it just pretty straightforward
3: no it was it was straightforward it was like filleting it was like filleting a big crappie you know really like it was uh the bigger ones are, yeah, because they huh. get they get those thicker, huh. wide backs, and uh, they, they you know there's a decent you get a decent fillet off of it, you know, a decent right. size one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we filleted them up and and threw them in some shore lunch and fried them up, and I hate Man. to admit it, yeah. I hate to admit it, but they were they were actually pretty tasty. Oh like, my god! <laughs> surprisingly enough, and it's yeah. funny because I I can I can just about guarantee I have not eaten one since, since then. then. Yeah, um, sure, but. Hmm. That that day we decided to you know give them a try. They were
2: they were good. Okay. Yeah. What what do people call them? Freshwater scallops or something goofy? Freshwater? There's there's like a name for drum, which is really weird to me because they're the ugliest looking Why are thing they
1: called drum.
2: Uh, they are. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think um, after Justin that... Bieber redid oh Little Drummer Boy Honey. so horribly um, that they had to like redo the word it drum for something positive. No. So wonderful. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's Beeps. terrible. No, don't talk about him on our podcast, <laughs> Uh And then you caught an actual perch, like a yellow perch, on what, Nate?
3: Uh, yeah, that was probably my PB ring perch. PB
2: perch. perch, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. honestly,
3: it probably was my PB on the little old swing Little edge. old
2: swing head, oh, yeah, Came in right behind him.
3: <laughs> See, I, was just, I was just dragging it. Man. I was I, it just was...
2: coming in right behind him with a swing here, Mark Davis. Oh, my
3: God. <laughs> he gave me that little pat, 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 pat hit, and I yeah. just said hook, and he was right there, you know, just, I guess, finessey, but uh, it was power tackle, though, so...
2: It's like a finished power tactic.
1: I'm gonna pop you.
2: <laughs> Go ahead, Lola. You try it. Say swing head jig. Just say it. Try it. Please just try it. Swing head jig. Swing head jig. Yeah, that was pretty good <laughs> for your first try. She, you can't see her, but she stuck her she stuck her lower her lower jaw out there. Her her, 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 her tricky chin. Now make your chin, touch the microphone. Swing head jig. Oh my goodness. That's too funny. We're gonna have to make shirts with that what? on there. Swing head <laughs> jig. Nobody right. will buy them but us, but we'll be yeah. stoked on them. But
3: that's, that's all right.
2: So let's let's uh, Lola, t- tell us tell us something about tacos. Let's let's talk tacos okay. for a second. Besides just dirty old expired shrimps,
3: before yeah. before we get into tacos, yes. talk, yeah. Let's hear it. I just w- I just want to say that uh, everybody who participated in that in that charity derby this weekend, yeah, you know, round of applause. Yeah. To you guys. <laughs> All the anglers collectively raised uh, over $28,000 for this uh this children's therapy center. So, wow. wait, say it again. For, I was doing the sound amazing. effects.
2: How how much did they raise for it?
3: 20 over $28,000. That's crazy, dude.
2: That's serious. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's really dope.
3: Yeah. yeah, for all the anglers, man, that it's awesome great event. Like I said, great people put it on. It was it's a lot of fun to fish if you're ever ever in the Quad City area or even, you know, within a few hours. It's it's the middle of September every single year. Um, okay,
2: that's really dope. Yeah, and, and, and down, like, it's fishing. not just, uh, it's not just fun, that yeah. place. Like uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital puts on a giant charity oh, tournament yeah. every yeah, year. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. 180, yeah. yeah, 180, which is a nonprofit in Davenport, um, Iowa. Um, I don't think they still do, but they did for a few years do like a little charity derby mm-hmm. where they would uh, – for theirs, it wasn't like a competitive derby like Best Five Fish. It was like where you'd take kids out who've never fished before, mm-hmm. and then you have like a contest for who can catch the most. Bluegill or who can catch the biggest pike or but there's you know, if if you're if you're hearing this and you've maybe wanted to do something altruistic, like something for somebody else, and you're not sure what to do, but you love fishing, doing like some kind of charity derby, that's a pretty cool deal, man. Yeah. That's that's pretty neat. So hundred percent. Yeah, Nate said something earlier too, that that, at that um, children's therapy charity derby that he just fished on saturday they did a thing where like if you raised money for the charity like whoever raised the most money would that would be like the order that you would launch so if you brought in a whole bunch of money you launched first that's kind of a cool little incentivized way to get people to chip in and who doesn't want to raise money for children you know who are going through therapy who need it like that's pretty awesome so yeah heck yeah dude
3: yeah yeah it was it was sweet i think the top like, the top two teams that launched Boat 1 and Boat 2 raised over $6,000. Holy cow. Oh, my goodness. That's great, yeah, man. So, absolutely. absolutely. I love awesome. that.
2: Heck, yeah. I mean, honestly, not to sound like really cheeseball here and really cliche, you can. but, like, everybody wins. You fish a tournament like that, you contribute to a charity like that, mm. you bring away, like, everybody wins. Whether you catch a, a fish or you're dead last, yeah. everybody wins. Like, that's really dope. I like that. Yeah. You know. All right, Lola, let's talk tacos. Let's okay. get serious. Well. Swing it, G.
1: I have a couple of taco things. Okay. So we had that, Um, you had smoked that pork uh-huh. and the yeah. chicken. Yeah. And uh, we had some sports. I think the kids were doing, I don't know. Our kids are involved in every sport ever, which I love. It's great. It's wonderful. Yeah. I'm a sports Unless mom. Unless you
2: looked at our calendar.
1: Everyone you, you has their own color and so many things it's going just on. a lot. Yeah. Anyway, um, the crock pot is my bestie. No doubt for those kinds of nights. And so, um, I was like, Oh, we need to use up this meat and whatever. So I chopped up the pork and the chicken. And then, um, I was like, I'm going to make like soup. I think we have some black beans, some pinto beans. I have some frozen corn. I'm going to kind of taco soup it up. Um, and so I put that all in and some, did I use, chicken broth and some i don't know and some rotel tomatoes and whatever and then tacos it's kind of the
2: same thing as the shrimp tacos just like yeah. some stuff we have around and then get creative with it
1: yeah and yeah. then just i mean really it all just needed to be heated up it wasn't like an actual <laughs> cook much. yeah. but i had it on low anyway but um for the taco seasoning i don't like to use packets because yeah. I don't know. I think they have junk in them, and I'm not judging anybody that uses them, but I just grew up in a household that makes things from scratch. And um, so for the taco seasoning, it was chili powder, garlic powder, onion powder, cumin. Baby
2: powder. No
1: baby powder. Um, Calcum, red, talcum, Red.
2: Anti-itch powder for red, your stick and
0: balls. Keep yep. going. Sorry.
1: Red pepper flakes, oregano, paprika. <laughs> Nate, help me. Um, he's, he's lost it. I know. So now people are going to be like, oh, what was in that? Oh, oh is there some <laughs> baby pony?
0: Oh, 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 oh,
1: oh. oh, my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> salt and pepper. Um, but, yeah, I, I just put that all in the crock pot and let it simmer, and it was really good. It was
2: awesome. Yeah. It, it had, really like, a awesome. little
1: kick to it, um, which – dom actually loved it yeah and he was like can i have more and it's yeah, cause actually, it was like
2: spice not like ouch but like yeah. just a teeny bit of bite but it like was not like
1: yeah i don't know i liked it with like sour cream yeah. and some cheese sprinkled on top um and some cilantro like some fresh chopped cilantro it was almost
2: like a like a taco version hispanic version of like chili or something yeah. there's just a whole bunch of stuff in it and then you could top it however you wanted but it also tasted like Taco-y.
1: Yeah. And then, I mean, you could cook noodles if you wanted to have noodles or rice or something with it. Yeah. Um, and I I just wanted chips because if you you could like eat it like soup or you could sure. use it like a dip or whatever. So, yeah, that yeah. was a taco thing. Yeah, you could use the thing. chips
2: almost like uh, saltines or something.
1: Like oh, kind of yeah.
2: Up That's what I did.
1: Yeah, you took your chips into did that. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. So that was a taco thing.
2: Yeah, very good. Really, really tasty. And there's something about when you smoke pork or a whole chicken or a whatever Um, if anybody doesn't know this smoke is a natural preservative this is something that's been happening since the dawn of mankind when you smoke something you can make it last like if you watch those like alone shows or whatever where they're out in the wilderness if you smoke salmon you can keep it for so long yeah Uh, but you smoke those meats and then you can throw them in soup or whatever and you get kind of that smoky flavor sort of
1: yeah, I think I use smoked paprika and- too just to add that little extra smoky okay, flavor. Okay, you fancy girl. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. I love it. Yeah. Nate, have you ever made any taco like, yeah. type soup?
3: I have, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's dope, right? Yes, it's really good. Yeah. I actually the my my wife asked me to make some here soon. We uh I'll do kind of something similar, just kind of throw a bunch of stuff in a pot and you know, I'll grab a Rotisserie chicken from Sam's Club. Yeah. Oh, such a good way to do it. Shred that up and throw it in there and do like yeah. a chicken kind of chicken tortilla spin-off Yum. soup or something like that. And I kind of threw it together the last few times I did it and it turned out absolutely amazing. Yum. So,
1: so
2: easy uh, and
3: so yeah, so you can easy. make that rules. when you come up here, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good idea. So good. Yeah, yeah for so. sure.
2: What's your other taco thing, Lola?
1: Um, what was my other taco thing? Oh, um, What was it?
2: Was it the essay that you found?
1: No, I didn't mean mean to find an essay. (laughs) I was looking up like taco things and someone wrote an essay about, it's called Essay About Tacos. 819 words, four pages. I don't know what this means. But anyway, on it, it says something about exploring different cultures and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I found out tacos were for me. Since since the first bite, I felt that my whole mouth was about to explode with pure pleasure. And since that moment, every time I have tacos, I still feel that I'm in heaven. In other words, the world does not exist when I am eating those tacos sent directly from above. Oh my gosh. That's just like the beginning. That That is beautiful.
3: (laughs) Was, it, is, was this about food? Is that? I mean, it sounded slightly.
2: It sounded. Sorry, do we need like a an E? Do we need an E by yeah, our episode? Like, I'm so sorry. I, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I have had tacos before, where I bit into it and I was like. Dang. This is, this is like life can't improve too much more than this wow. moment. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's beautiful. I agree. I, I agree. I mean, I've <laughs> never thought to myself, my mouth is going to explode with pleasure. And I don't even like the word pleasure. Pure pleasure. Yeah, that, that just, that doesn't sound anything but dirty. I don't oh care how gosh. immature or mucher you are. Oh my god! But um, I'm not mad at that little essay though. Yeah,
1: it's real good. I mean, that was just part of it. That wasn't the whole thing.
2: Yeah. What, what was the thing at the end about like... The divine nature of them, <laughs> what did it say? Oh, yeah.
1: Um, well, this says, as a result, I've been fascinated by those heavenly pieces of meat, which also I learned that there's an abundant amount of types of tacos that can be made. Wow. And then they go on to talk about lesson. how their mom made them tacos in the morning. Wow. And I had never seen anything like it. Wow. Yeah. You can have them all day, every wow. day. You could. I mean, you could. <laughs> uh.
2: Yeah, I just did that thing today at lunch uh, at work where I had a couple bratwurst. I was literally just going to say that tortillas, and I don't care who I offend because it is so good. If you mark's mad at you right now, yeah, he is. Uh, If you like bratwurst a tortilla makes sense because there's less bun to interfere with the bratwurst taste, you know? And it's just like my mouth's gonna explode with pure bratty flavor. Please. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but at the same time though, like I feel like she could've, I, I don't know why I assume it's a she. I'm
1: not sure. I thought it was a dude. Really? It just sounds more, um, like a dude that lives in his mom's basement.
2: Well, maybe that, yeah. <laughs> when I took a bite in between my rounds of World of Warcraft. Oh my gosh, I didn't know where
1: okay. right. uh, you were going.
2: But, uh, yeah, like the, mouth exploding that doesn't sound appetizing
1: well ouch nate you just posted something on our stories yeah what was that
3: i did yeah i Uh, made uh yeah i kind of i kind of put it on there i made uh like you talked about those shrimp tacos being like crazy easy or whatever um i'm gonna have to say these might top that because i literally like easier you mean yeah, okay. yeah, easier. Like I went I went to Sam's Club and we're walking around getting some, you know, essentials, water, toilet paper, all that good stuff. Yeah. And uh walk through the food section like always and they have a chicken taco kit. Damn, it. A, in a, a kit. In a okay. container, uh every, everything's there. It's the like pre pre-done chicken, I assume. I assume it's like their leftover rotisserie that they might have like seasoned with something or whatever because it looks kind of like Looks kind of sauced-ish, if you will, but it's not really sauced. Um, okay, yeah. And then so there's chicken, cheese, cabbage, cabbage. Uh, your tortillas, uh, your your tortillas, and then they had a, a salsa and a cilantro lime crema, mm. um, Yum. All, like every, everything in there, and and a few limes. Um, so I literally just took that took that kit and threw the meat and the tortillas on the blackstone. Uh, it, Reheated the meat um, with some extra virgin olive oil, cooked up the tortillas, threw them in a little tortilla warmer. and Hey, wait, hold lemon. on, hold
1: on. That little tortilla warmer is so adorable. <laughs> it says hecho en México on it, <laughs> and H-O. it is so cute. Where did you get yes. it? Yes.
3: Uh, it was actually gifted to us by oh. my, uh, I guess it's my sister-in-law. My, it does look my really wife. rad
2: and authentic
3: it does. And it, it's it got like a little styrofoam insert on the inside. So I line it with paper towels and it keeps those tortillas mm. so good. Really? Like, it, like, it's not yeah, just, it's not, it's not just cute. Oh no, it's not <laughs> no, just cute. No. Like it is, it is <laughs> oh, cute, no. but it, it makes them even better than it is cute. Like it, wow. it keeps the tortillas absolutely See? awesome. It's so legit. It's like I, even, they I put it. I put in our story like hashtag game changer. Like yeah. to be funny, a but game it. But like a
1: legit. <laughs> but
0: like, uh, uh, but a like it's Ultrax, a game legit. A ch- okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. It's, le- it's legit. Like
3: <laughs> it's it's awesome. That's so dope. yeah. So. Put them, took all that stuff inside. And, you know, like I said, all I had to do was cook the meat, reheat the meat on the Blackstone, cook the tortillas, take them inside, and uh, just build up some tacos. And, and they they turned out really, really good. Are they I was, tasty.
2: to yeah, ask you. Yeah. yeah. All right. One to ten. Then. Okay. How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? One to ten ease. Ten is the easiest. And one to ten taste. Ten is the best. Go.
3: Yeah. I'm going to have to say, like, ease, probably like, eight or nine like wow. it was probably the easiest thing i've ever yeah it's like right together. there it's, it's just like, ready for yeah. you yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it was it was like silly. no you, prep yeah. yeah, and yeah and taste like i did i did add some extra i was gonna ask that. if you did yeah you can't just, you can't just yeah not. yeah did you no, try yeah, it
1: first and then i did add? i okay. actually
3: did okay i threw the meat About i threw the meat on the blackstone i threw the meat on the blackstone and i opened the seasoning and i thought you know what Maybe I should just taste this before I add the seasoning. Yeah. So I did taste a little bit, and it was it was good. Uh, but it was better after I added some seasoning. What did so, you okay. add? Yeah, what'd you throw uh, on there? Some it's, Kinders, it's,
2: some Kinders, Kinders, Kinders.
3: I wish, I wish, uh, Kinders made the, and they do make one, but it's not the same. Okay. It's, it's a it's a carne asada seasoning. So Kinders does make one, and and I have it, and it's good. But the the Weber seasonings, like Weber grills, yeah, yeah, their mm. carne their carne asada seasoning is phenomenal really like, it's it's so good
2: it. I must say low lives looked at each other like put that on the list yep yeah.
3: yeah it's so good it's in it's in a little like like purple label or whatever and okay. oh man it's oh. it's so good it's Is it's it spicy? probably one of it's got a little bit of heat to it but it's okay. not spicy I don't know what's in it but it's got a ton of flavor like okay. I put it on I put it on steak tacos chicken tacos obviously pork tacos like anything Mexican ish uh that it gets. Oh yeah, it's so good. Um, But yeah, so I just seasoned it with that, uh, took it inside and and just built them up. And uh, I'll probably add, I'll probably post to the story tomorrow. But my favorite taco topping is I take uh, fresh jalapenos, slice them super thin, throw them in a bowl with lime juice and garlic salt, and just like let them marinate in that lime juice and garlic salt, and then put them on top of my tacos. So. Uh, probably one of my favorite toppings on a taco. I did that tonight and it was top notch, mm. top tier.
2: Nate, I just want to say that I'm proud of you because I don't know if it was yeah. last week or a couple of weeks ago. We brought up tacos and you're like, I haven't really made tacos lately. I, 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 was, I was really been, like disappointed and now I'm not disappointed yeah, anymore. I'm proud.
3: Yeah, I, it's that is the truth. I had been, uh, I had been off my taco game a yeah. slacking. slacking. Well, yes, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100% slacking and, uh, that changed tonight, thanks to uh, Sam's Club and their incredibly Sam's. paper plate incredibly easy. Yeah. Oh, I stayed on it. You okay, know? I stayed paper, on that gang though. Paper plates from Sam's Club too. You know, Jackaline, <laughs> Jackaline. <laughs> But yeah, so they, they turned out awesome and and crazy, crazy simple. There it is. Uh, next next time, I probably will get them. They had them this time, but I didn't get them. It was Hawaiian barbecue tacos. No. Nope.
1: Oh, I could do that. Ha- no, Hawaiian.
3: There was a pineapple salsa Mm-mm. that I probably wouldn't have eaten, but it was Hawaiian barbecue pork tacos, so I'll probably try those next time. Give okay, try. so probably,
1: question, sorry, um, price wise, like for the ease, was it worth the price? Was it a good price point? I
3: think I think in the first question. story, I have a picture of the label. Okay, and for I'll for look. the tacos that like the whole kit was like 1350 okay that's really cheap and, and how that, many does that yeah. feed um i ate i'll i'll be honest i had four tacos nice I'll but they're honest. like little they're little <laughs> shells they're i'll little be honest shells. i ate 11 tacos right <laughs> yeah so I, I i held her in check to four okay. uh, each, each of my kids had had a taco yeah. uh Pretty good size one, and then there's enough left over for my wife when she gets home from work so tonight. Sweet. She'll probably that's perfect. Throw some, throw some in the microwave. So yeah. them, you're telling me it fed cheap. your family yeah. for thirteen fifty? Come yeah, on, for that's, thirteen that's thirteen fifty. You can feed the whole family absolutely. I no think breaker. that that's great. Yeah, that's dope. Yep, yep. yep. super it. legit, and uh, like I said, even tastier than I imagined. Like it was, it was good. I, yeah. I was impressed.
2: That's dope. Yeah. I feel like that's like something I would be nervous to try, but I probably would try it. But the fact that it turned out positively is pretty rad. Yeah.
1: Also, okay, hear me out. All right. So we got go these taco food trucks, right? Yeah. So now we have ice cream trucks yeah. that go through the neighborhoods and play their sweet little music and the kids go running. Yeah. Ice cream yeah, truck it's is It's always here. the
2: entertainer. Okay. okay.
1: But now wait. Why aren't these taco food trucks... Out there playing their music mm. and serving up that's some a tacos. Very
2: good, Hello, that's a very good that would be sick, dude. <laughs> and like you have like parents running Let's down do the head in the street I know. with money in their yeah. hands. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. take my
1: money. <laughs>
2: Mexican style tacos. Yes. So like, can I be racist for a second? What would they be playing? You're like gonna that? do it. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> it <laughs> could. <laughs> 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 I don't think <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe it is. That's just there's no way that you could think of doing that, but. <laughs> There's no way that you could think of a a taco food truck going around with something blasting other than that, right? That's why
1: I said, you know, they're playing their music of like the taco truck. I didn't do that, but. Oh, mi amor, mi amor,
2: un poco loco. (laughs) Dude, Coco, what a slept on great Disney movie. That's a great Disney movie. Yeah, Yeah, that's a really good one.
1: But anyway, I think. think Yeah,
2: dude, it's so good. It
1: would be a great idea to have a taco food truck um, that goes through the neighborhoods. Okay. So maybe we could do that. Yeah. Okay.
2: You know what would be great? We could make a tackle and taco's know. food truck. Yeah. And you could either buy like a Vision 110. Yeah. Or you could buy you like a Mexican style street Or you could have both taco. and your life would be. Or I could put the 110 wonderful. in the taco. Nope. No, that's a bad
1: idea. That's a bad one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I had a good idea and then I wrecked it. It's okay, honey. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Transition. Let's talk about look back on the season let's just we don't have to go through the whole season although i will say it was kind of dope and kind of all downhill from there nate and i won our first tournament that was awesome (laughs) the first tournament of the season we won it and then you know we were competitive and we got the money a couple times and whatever and then i you know i was really pumped to win big bass at a derby that i ended up fishing by myself and we had some good moments you know and like lola three x p bead in one tournament which is still so ridiculous to me um but we don't have to talk about every derby let's just go through real quick a couple highlights a couple low lights maybe my you know one of, okay so I'll, I'll go first and then you guys can just jump in however you want okay. uh, one of my goals this year every year is to bring five fish to weigh in at every tournament I fished. I think I fished, I was thinking about it today, I think I fished 11 tournaments this year, so a good amount, not a ton, Mm -hmm. not that many. Um, And I did bring in five to every derby except... Two, I think, which isn't great, isn't terrible, but That's, sometimes, yeah, sometimes the fishing gets hard. And what I will say, as far as like one thing I learned this year, is I have got to stop trying to force feed fish either A, what I want to catch them on, or B, what I think they're going to be or should be eating. Uh-huh. You know, because like I'll get really yeah. locked into like, dude, when I'm fishing rip rap, uh, and it's July, and the rip rap goes from you know, like big chunk rock goes from two feet down to four and a half feet. Well, then I'm dragging a balsa bay, a balsa square bell down it, letting it kind of hunt and bounce off. Why aren't they eating it? Oh, if I move down ten feet and keep casting, oh, why aren't they eating it? Move down twenty feet and keep casting. Like I have to learn to pull up the trolling motor and go somewhere else or try something else or do something else. And the times that I did, it worked out better for me. And the times that I didn't, it worked out exactly that. It, it just didn't, it didn't go the way I wanted it to. So that's the one big take home for me uh, for fishing tournaments this year is the times where uh, I was just too hard headed and I wasn't sort of like gymnast fishing. Um, it didn't work out, but when I was flexible and when I, um, was willing to like lay down the rod that I really wanted to use, or I wasn't trying to force him to eat a buzz bait or a, a jig under a dock or whatever, it, it worked out better. Nate, what have you learned this year? Uh, now that's kind of the end of our 2023 bath tournament year.
3: Yeah. So, um, I kind of had, you know, some similar goals as you, I, you know, I always want to do, do the best I can to bring five fish to the, to the weigh in. Um, and we, you know, we had, had a few good tournaments where, where I was able to do that, but I think, uh, you know, another handful where, um, I just wasn't, wasn't able to get it done. I think I had like a three tournament stretch, like first thing this spring, like we won, I had a ton of confidence. I'm feeling good. Uh, and, you know, I kind of thought that I was like fishing kind of more openly. And, and, and then I had a three tournament stretch in like a, a month span, uh, where I brought one fish to the way in. Mm. So, um, you know, so, yeah. uh, just, you know, it, sometimes it just happens that way. Um, but, uh, you know, again, you know, it's, it's a, it's, a, it's a really fun season, um, happy with, uh, you know, with a lot of a way, a lot of it turned out, got official, a lot of, a lot of cool people. We had a, we had some, some good success and some really fun derbies together, Jordan. So yeah, you know, that that's always, that's always great. But, uh, I think the kind of the one thing I, I learned or I need to learn, I guess maybe a little bit more is that, um, so, so I've gotten, I've gotten really I've gotten really kind of like dialed in, I guess you could say, or, or, or maybe the lack thereof might be the better word, but like, um, I'll get to an area where I know, or I feel there are fish in this area. So instead of like zipping down through it, uh, throwing one bait and then I'm out of there, I I pick every little piece of cover apart, uh, with multiple baits and, and different presentations and in a few tournaments this year it really paid off like i was able to to get fish in the boat and uh fill limits and stuff like that and then on the other hand uh i was i ended up being in unproductive areas for way too long yeah how do you so know how do you know the
2: difference how can you tell that's the tough part right
3: it really is, uh, it, it really is the tough part and something something I'm still trying to to balance out but uh like I said I, I feel like I feel like that's kind of my my strong suit is to is being being patient and yeah, and really like working an area over um working an area over really well um or efficiently uh but like I said it's sometimes it's uh it's a gamble you know it, it it can put fish in the boat but it can also leave you in in unproductive areas for yeah. for too long so that's uh, that's one of the biggest things I think I need to to work on going into 2024. And, uh, okay. You know, that that and obviously more time on the water. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I saw it in in a ton of tournaments this year where the s- same or similar top five guys were in the top of pretty much every tournament. And, and it, it, it just, it goes to show to their, their, their dedication to the, to the sport, their, their, you know, time on the water, yeah. uh, you know, all, all that stuff there, uh, you know, they, they put their time in and it, and it, and it pays off. So it shows, that's just a hundred percent, hundred percent show. So that's just something that I, you know, going into, uh, 2024, 20, I want to do a little bit more. There's a lot of, a lot of river that, uh, I need to explore more, um, you know, check it out different times of the year instead of kind of going back and fishing same old, same old, same yeah. old. You know, that's uh, that's it though. I'm, I'm okay. I'm I'm excited uh, for 2024. Uh, still probably have a couple more derbies that I could fish um, this year, and I might I might do one or two. I've got a I've got a classic uh, that I qualified for just by fishing three tournaments in a club. Um it wasn't by good finishes by any means. Oh come on, you ain't gotta say that. (laughs) But uh yeah, so there's a classic uh that goes out of Cassville, Wisconsin. Um in Wisconsin, uh, Cassville. uh, Sorry, I love that little town. It's cool. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's about a month away. Um like mid it's like mid October. Um and then there's uh another kind of memorial tournament towards the end of October and there's a couple opens kind of in October that are up in Lansing that we might should uh, we might should check out
2: yeah we should we should also holler at Colin
3: yeah 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 so I think it's like the Northeast Iowa Bass Club or something I'll have to look at it again I can't remember the exact name of the club but they have I think they've got two opens one's like October 9th or 6th or something like that kind of that first weekend of october and then there's one like the end of october like the 29th or 30th or something like that so
2: that sounds um, spooky
3: yeah exactly i haven't fished a tournament that late in the year before so i think that'd be pretty cool
2: yeah well maybe i can be like david and shoot a deer so i don't have any pressure and i can go back out on the water (laughs) right goodness one other thing really fast that i'll say that i learned Uh, was very Iconelli-ish, which is his whole thing, never give up. It's crazy in fishing, just like hunting. Uh, Hunting, you can spend so much time in the woods and be ready to get down on yourself, and then uh, in one minute, literally less than one minute, the buck that you've been wanting... The buck that you've been seeing on camera comes walking down the trail 10 yards from your stand. And maybe three minutes before that, you were ready to call it and be like, this is dumb, I'm going home. And then real quick, it can all happen. In fishing, you can go from having uh, one fish in the box to five nice fish in the box in a span of five minutes by making the right choice and by making a move. I mean, that's what we did on Fence Lake. We went from having probably seven pounds Eight pounds for five fish to having seventeen pounds in a matter of a half an hour because we tried something new. We didn't give up. We didn't call it. We kept on fishing our butts off till the till the horn blowed. And uh, you know, never give up. You never know what might happen. Lola, what was one of your favorite experiences, even if it wasn't the fish, but like even just going to like that last tournament at uh, yeah. Bass Attack? What what was something that was cool to you?
1: Um. Well, I liked. I liked the fishing. I I mean, I fished hard all day. You did. Yeah. Um, yeah, For sure. And that was fun. I felt accomplished. It was nice to hang out with you, but honestly the camaraderie within the club is just really fun. Uh, Being at weigh in and watching Mark and Eastone win was really, really awesome. I'm glad we were there for that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think that was, that was it.
2: Yeah, there is a there is a certain that's the right word camaraderie. There is a certain level of like friendship and because like. It's sort of, it's, it kind of, when you go to weigh in, it kind of feels like going to hunt camp where you're all sitting around, and you're talking yeah. about deer hunting, or you talk about, oh, I saw this one, or when you're at weigh in, especially when the vibe is right, when it's not like overly competitive, like yeah. you're all trying to do well, but you're also buddies. And like, you know, like we talked about it before, like when Nate and I were on Fence Lake and we were on that big rock pile and there was other boats out there and Nate caught a really good one on a swing head jig. And, uh, that boat, uh, Uh, You know, 35, 40, 50 yards from us. They were, like, pumping their fists up in the air. Like, yeah, like, celebrating Mm. that we caught one, even though they're competing with us. You know, like, that is so cool. It was
1: funny, like, when Mark and Easton were by us when I caught um, that muskie. Oh, yeah. The bigger one uh-huh. um, and you're like lola just got a muskie like mark was like yeah like yeah. put his hands up it was so sweet Yeah, like actual stoked for you yeah, yeah i don't know
2: that's the like vibe that. right that's yeah. and i mean cool. honestly like all fishing is fun fishing you know if you're a part of a club that's just competitive and just like cutthroat and just yeah uh, that's cool if that's what you want but that ain't us like i, I want to have fun out there and and yeah. and Be motivated, but also, like, enjoy what I'm doing. So, 2023 has been a really fun season. Um, Moments of, like, super excited, moments of dang it, this wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, and that's fishing. You know, you learn from it, keep moving forward. Um, We're really excited uh, to announce for Tackle and Tacos. We have some really cool guests coming up. Um, We're going to have a bunch of guys kind of locally, and even if they're not dudes that you know as a listener, we're bringing people on specifically because we think that you, the listener, just like we can, uh, learn from them. So like we had the Lafonts on. Why was that cool? Well, because they're our friends and they won their very first tournament. So that's pretty rad. We're gonna have our buddy uh, Michael Mudget on. Um, shout out, Michael Mudget. Shout out, shout out. Super cool dude. Hammer catches a lot of fish, uh, and he's also a fishing guide. So that'll be so a, cool. Yeah, that'll be a cool perspective, something unique. Uh, we're gonna have Justin Rowan. on. Shout out.
1: Bow, bow, bow. Shut up.
2: Shut up. Uh, he runs the Chippewa Valley Bass Attack. And so to hear from mm-hmm. somebody who coordinates tournaments and pulls permits and lines up schedules and dates and deals with uh, anglers, <laughs> uh, deals with anglers emailing back saying, like, I don't think we should fish that lake. We're going to fish this lake and, you know, whatever, like. It might sound like really fun to be the president of a club, and it probably is sometimes, and it probably sucks sometimes. Mm. Uh, we're going to try. Um, I think we'll be able to. Hopefully, if you're hearing this, dude, holler at me. Um, I have your phone number now. I need to text you, Lonnie. Uh, we're going to have him on. Shout out, Lonnie.
1: Yeah. Shout
2: out. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully uh, his fishing partner, Colin, as well, who has the best goatee in the game. Uh, oh, yeah. And his
1: dog's name is Lola.
2: Yeah. it it just makes she can she can come to she's a
1: sweet little baby puppy
2: yeah uh but they want angler of the year and it's not just like he won angler of the year these are two of the most consistent anglers out there and so we can hopefully all of us listeners included learn um, from somebody and you know we can ask questions like what is the number one thing that keeps you doing so well at every derby is it is it time on the water? Is it knowing a specific technique? Is it you know we can learn from it. We also have um, we're recording in like five days or something with this guy named Gussie who
1: it's in October.
2: Oh, it's in October. Sorry, many more than five days, but we're recording maybe like five a weeks. Few more, yeah. yeah, we're recording with a feller named Gussie who is the Bassmaster Classic champion. So that we might be able to learn from him as well, maybe. And I want to talk to him about all things Canada like poutine and snow and hockey Mm. and saying A all the time. You know, really, A, Uh, take off, hoser, A, go get some poutine, A, talk about the serious stuff, you know what I'm saying? Uh, But yeah, so we want to do everything from like big name folks like Gussie uh, to the homie Brandon Polinick to Luke Duncan to local guys, whoever we think we can learn from, we want to do that. We also want to have some people uh, who are taco people, whether that's restaurant owners or Uh, food truck entrepreneurs. Tackling Tacos is moving forward and we are so excited for what's around the corner and we are appreciative to everybody who has listened this far. So please check us out, TackleandTacos.com. Look us up on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, all that stuff. Um, Subscribe, all that stuff you're supposed to do. And um, yeah, thank you guys so much. And never forget,
1: positivity is worth the effort.
2: Yeah, we'll catch you on the next
0: one. Peace.
1: Bye.